It's fine. It's just one word. If you were to describe, you had one sentence. That is how you can describe Jared this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, sex doctor corrupts youth. And just like the this is my first podcast also. Yay. Two chairs. Podcast virgins. Nice. We are back! <laughs> Welcome to Intoxic Comics. Wrong fucking show. <laughs> Welcome and thank you for listening and tuning in for the inaugural show of You Haven't Seen What? I thought it was You Haven't Seen What? Either way it works. It depends on who's hosting that week. Which is the best thing I have to bring you about this show. So as you can tell, there's been a lack of content coming from the different shows on the Disease Network. Because we get... have a life. Why don't you people? Exactly. <laughs> you get busy with things. You go on hiatus and then you find a new thing to do for a while. And that's where we are right now. So currently I've got a few hosts with me. Uh, I've got a few friends with us. And uh, what we're going to be doing... You? Oh, <laughs> this is Jared Sampson. You should know me by now. Uh, host of uh, one of the co-host, sidekick of Something Gate, and what we're going to be doing is doing a weekly show, is the goal, that is centered around movies that one or many of us haven't seen. So, you've ever, you had those conversations with your friends when you're talking about your favorite movies, and you're looking at them and they go, I haven't seen that movie, and you inevitably say, you haven't seen what? So, we've gone around, we've put a list of movies together, we're not going to disclose that list, we're just going to kind of work through them, and we're going to watch the movie and have the person or people that haven't seen it kind of give their breakdown at the end and have a discussion before and after the movie. So, having said that, uh, let's go around the room and introduce yourself, and we'll go from there. Hi, I'm Summer, uh, or Auntie Nitro from Badge Dialogues. <laughs> is right. Farting Noises is Lillian. <laughs> Fetus of Intoxicomics, or in Intoxicomics. Well, and Intoxicomics and Veg Dialogues. It's the team up of the Veg Dialogues and Intoxicomics. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. how that happened. Intoxic badges. <laughs> Toxic badges. She's not a fetus anymore. But, uh, she's a tiny human. <laughs> yeah, I'm Natalie Hobbs. I am not on this network at all. I think this is my first time ever on a podcast. Really? Oh, virgin. Have you listened to any of our podcasts? I have. Aww. She's lying to your face. So lying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I listen to badge dialogues trying to go to work, but they're like, because I have an hour and a half commute every day one way, so I have oh, plenty man. of time to listen to podcasts. Gotcha. We've already introduced myself. Uh, Steve is not here today. He will be with us in the future. Uh, so to oh. my left... I'm Mama Claire. I'm eating cake. Hold on. <laughs> Anyways, I am the other co-host of Bad Dialogues, otherwise known as Mama Claire. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Dave. Dave. Hi, Dave. Dave just waved at the iPhone. I did. <laughs> because I he like wants be you to know that he's gay even through radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can tell, sweetie. <laughs> I don't think so. This is my first podcast also. Yay, podcast virgins. Nice. Pop that cherry. <laughs> oh. I'm Ken from Intoxic Comics. And also just waved. <laughs> <laughs> but it was only a half wave. <laughs> good form, Peter. Oh, that was good. Uh, this is not my first podcast. <laughs> Excellent. So, Summer, why don't you kind of bring us to this this specific 
movie that we're gonna watch today? How do we how do we get here? Because every time we talk about movies and things we want to watch. We inevitably mention Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is our inaugural movie, and you always look at us and you're like, I've never seen it. And we always go, what? (laughs) How come you haven't seen it? Like, I seriously don't know how you've made it this long in your life without seeing it. Me either. I remember the first time I saw it, my dad showed it to me and my sister. My brothers used to be into it. They used to go and dress up and to the theater where you throw things when you say the specific parts of the movie, because this is a cult classic movie for those of you who haven't seen it. And so he was really excited to share it with us. He had forgotten (laughs) just how uh, risque and um, inappropriate some parts are. While not inappropriate at the same time, it's like one of the songs is "I'm a sweet transvestite." I had no clue what a transvestite <laughs> was at the age of eleven, but not. Um, but I feel like that's what made me very accepting because I was like, "Oh, okay." Like this is on TV, so it's okay. Yeah, and my 18th birthday party was Rocky Horror. We all dressed up oh, and cool. um, we went to the theater. Oh, cool! Yeah, it was super fun. My ex, I went as Columbia, and my ex boyfriend showed up dressed as Rocky. Um, or not Rocky, dressed as uh, Frankenfurter in full underwear. Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> and it's like pretty much your penis outline. <laughs> what about you, Natalie? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first time I actually watched it, I was at a girlfriend's house and we watched it like with her parents. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I was, I was probably around 11 or 12. <laughs> uh, yeah, like... What's that, 6th, 7th grade-ish? Yeah. Um, and I went home, and I didn't, like, how Summer said she didn't really know what a transvestite was. I asked my mom what a transvestite was, and she's like, what? <laughs> Why are you asking that? And I told her what we watched, and she's like, what is that? She had never seen it either. And I was like, ooh, let's watch it together. It'll be so fun. My mom, however, did not find it very fun. Uh, so can, can I pause you for again? a second? No. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask you a quick question. So yeah. that was back a few years ago, obviously. Yeah. So did you have oh, to go to rent it? Mm-hmm. So so it wasn't like you just pulled it up on, oh, on TV. Oh, you actually had to go video. get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went, got it, and like my mom made it like a family thing. So it was me, oh, my dad, grand, my mom, grand. and my brother. <laughs> so you must really not have caught ninety percent of the movie then. Your, your four-year-old cousin. You didn't understand. You didn't, didn't understand, understand that it was well, inappropriate. Because like, they were all just dancing and having a fun. A lot of it's subtle. Scott like, McBrayer was there for some reason. Yeah. You, you could repeat the songs to an extent, and like you know everyone's dancing in their underwear. Right, but you don't understand that. Touch me. I think not good to sing. I think at eleven you probably know that you have touch me. I didn't. You had an idea, but you didn't know why it was wrong. Oh, you knew. You knew it was wrong. It's like the first time I watched Wayne's World, and I like did not. And then I watched it when I was like twenty, and I was like, I can't believe my parents let me watch this movie. Or like the first time you read a sex scene in a book, and you like had it under your pillow because you're afraid like people will know. Yeah, I haven't seen it. We kind of established that earlier. I have caught pieces of it, uh, you know, in passing, music videos, things like that, pop culture references. I'm familiar with the outline of the idea, but I'm familiar with the characters, not their names necessarily, Mm -hmm. but who is what and everything in it. I believe that one Halloween somebody put it on for me to watch and I ended up wandering to another room because (laughs) we were drinking and doing something else, but I remember being on the TV with the goal of me sitting down to watch it and I just squirreled off as drunk Jared usually does. 
So I, I've had bits and pieces of it, but I haven't seen it front to back. And eighty-five percent chance that'll also happen today. Zero <laughs> percent chance of that happening today. <laughs> Mike blew his eyeballs open, Clockwork Orange style, or Requiem for a Dream. Which one was it? Clockwork Orange. Um, okay. He's not drinking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is unusual. I did the same thing when I got here. I pulled out a new Glarus spotted cow. I was like, here you go. He's like, I'm not drinking. I'm like, oh, of what do I do with this? You know? New Glarus spotted cow, the beer that you drink. <laughs> this, this definitely is a movie where I feel like it's better to be sober for. The first time you watch it. Then you can be drunk the rest of the time, but you'll be extra. I feel like it makes more sense when you're drunk. It could. It actually yeah. does. I have, um... <sighs> we'll test the theory. I'll drink a lot. Jared, you don't. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I saw this when I was an adult. That much I know. I don't exactly remember when I saw it. Did you see it with your family? I probably did see it with my family. Like, my, it was probably on TV, and my mom was like, oh my god, Rocky Horror's on. And I was like, I haven't seen that. She's like, what do you mean you haven't seen it? And that's what your mom does right now, too. She'll call you and tell you whenever there is a She musical called me last on. night to tell me 1776 was on. Oh, oh, I love that musical. I know, right? Never seen it. Oh, Never even heard of it. Gasp. What? Never seen her? What? <laughs> That's such a parent thing to do, like when you had to wait for a movie to be on TV. Uh, yes. No, but I mean, this would have been like, like five years ago or something. Oh, like I, de- like I definitely did not what? see it till it was a grown up. And even then, I think I've probably seen like ninety percent of it. I what? probably haven't sat down and watched it face glued to screen for the entire time. I know. So you haven't seen one either. I've seen Pretty most close. of it though. Like I know the plot, I know the summary, and I know all the songs. So I figure like that counts. I know when to throw things. Right, when to repeat things. I get all of the little jokes. David. I saw it when I was 16, had just come out of the closet. (laughs) I was. I was 16 going on 17. And was on late at night. I think it was on Stars or one of those premium cable channels that we got for, like, free at that moment. And I watched it at, like, 12 at midnight with my mom for the very first time after just coming out of the closet. And it was very, very awkward. This is not a movie you should watch with your parents, but we've all watched it with our yeah, parents. I have like, not. No. You did not? I have not watched it with my parents, no. So how did you see it, Ken? I had been aware of the movie for the longest time, because my he had it on a CD or something, so when we were doing uh-huh. Yard where the Time Warp song would, uh-huh. was really popular, and that came up a lot. So I knew there was a movie called this, and it had the song Time Warp in it. Had no idea about the content of it, and then there were times where, it, like you, someone would put it on, or I'd walk in the room and there would be a scene on from it, so I caught bits and pieces, and then I first saw it with Summer for the first time all the way through. And we couldn't get married if you hadn't seen it. No. <laughs> this was well before the terrible live version that came out. Um, and that was garbage. We shall not speak its name. Um, I honestly didn't even see the live version. It was, That's fine. Look at the trash can, and it'll be the same thing. Uh, okay. Um, so, so you got married to him not knowing that he had, um... I think we weren't married yet. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, but he didn't, you, you didn't know he read Harry, hadn't read Harry Potter? Because he lied to me about <gasps> Harry Potter. I did not. That's I, I admitted the truth. We talked about this last night. It's not a lie if I don't tell you. <laughs> what, you I just withheld? Yeah, no, she never asked. It never came up. So How do you never ask that? So he had seen the movie, so whenever I talked about things and I'd say things about the book versus movie difference, Ken would just go, uh-huh, yeah, sure, okay, yeah. And it was like, it wasn't until a month after we were married, and he was like, you know, I've never read the books. And I was just like, what? 
I'm pretty sure it came up because I told you that while I was working at Walgreens, I the last book was on the counter there, and I flipped ahead and read the last chapter of the book. Yeah. The last Divorce. Seriously, I told him if he didn't, he had like a month to read it or whatever, and I was like, otherwise I'm divorcing you. Which is so weird, because my time hop is reminding me of my uh, Harry Potter vlog. Yes. Right now. I was so offended. Yeah, I would have been too. It's blasphemy. So we lost the person. Um, hey, Jared, edit here. <laughs> but when Jared gets back, before we start the movie, we're each going to have an opportunity to give him a one-sentence synopsis of what the movie is about. Maybe not synopsis, but one sentence describing the movie. Drinking divas. Um, this is Jerem DB. Jerem DB. Yes. You must not listen to something, Gate. I do. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't listen to all the episodes. Yeah. No, but Jeremy DB is uh, Jeremy Brzezicki gives uh, synopsis oh, yeah. of movies. Yes. And Jeremy hasn't been on in forever. I know, but oh, they're fabulous. They're so good. Um, so oh, we have Jeremy DB, uh, but this is this is just a sentence. We don't have to have a segment name. Yeah. I think it would just be fun, and we're sitting here waiting for Jared while we're recording, so we might as well talk. Oh, oh. Ah. he's gonna have to edit all this out, anyways. He oh, went upstairs. Sure I'm concerned he's going into work. Uh-oh. Oh, no. no. See? 85% chance. <laughs> that would suck. Are you going to work? No. Oh. Did you poop? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy you're regular. Oh, I am. There are few rules that we will not tolerate in this friend group, <laughs> and irregularity <laughs> is one of them. I thought that you knew where I was going oh, with I know, that. It's been recording the whole okay, time. Okay, great. So where are we at? So um, we were so we just talking about, about poop. Por- poop, <laughs> porn before that. Um, you might have a lot to edit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so now we're going to do our one-word synopsis. Too. One sentence. One sentence. Oy. It was your idea. Don't oy me. One-word synopsis. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kenneth, you can start. Oh. Um... Try not to do a run-on sentence. Well, well that's uh, why I don't think synopsis without is giving anything word. away. Either. It's just no. It's just it's fine. It's just one word. If you were to describe, you had one sentence. That is how you can describe Jared this movie. Um, no more than twenty words. There. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex doctor corrupts youth. I like it. That's what we're going for. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that was good. That was good. Damn it! How do I yeah. beat that? I had to do it without giving anything away too. Like. Eh. Showing there's nothing wrong with sexual fluidity. Excellent. Oh, damn it. Sweet, <laughs> sweet transvestites and virgins can be friends. Oh. Mm. You guys are all so good at this one. Whoa. We watched a lot of At Midnight. That was in the movie. <laughs> hey. Ooh, I got another one. No. No. Okay, go again. You could do no. mine. Damn, I don't know what to Jack say. Jack Black on a motorcycle. It's not Jack Black. <laughs> he looks a lot like Jack Black, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Shush. <laughs> was it Jack Black in the live one? No, it should have been Jack Black, but it wasn't. It was oh, Meatloaf in the movie. Meatloaf. Meatloaf on a motorcycle. Um, no, I was totally into Meatloaf in this movie. Totally would, 100%. Really? Uh, uh Greasies! <laughs> and, ew, I was just that, yeah. that, that wasp. Right. Um, I'll go with... Uh, Awkward family memories? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> that's it. Okay. It's more of a declaration. I so. love you. Yeah. yeah, so that's all of <laughs> Alright, well, having said our one sentence synopsis, synopsi, synopses, help me out here. We synopsis. are back! Synop- <laughs> our one sentence synopsis. Thank you. Oh, no, wait, going- I got it. 
Boy meets girl meets transvestite meets monster. Excellent. That's way better. In a speedo. Giving too much away. Too much away. Damn it. Now you've ruined Damn it. it. I love you. I'm going to sing this whole time. You're going to Now hate that we have our one sentence synopses, please hang out and listen to the actual synopsis of the movie. If you have seen the movie, then this would be no surprise to you. If you are concerned about spoilers, please feel free to fast forward ahead a minute or two towards the end of the show. But we are going to bring the synopsis for those of you that have no intention of seeing the movie or no intention of looking at the synopsis yourself so that you can know what the hell we're talking about when we get back and or finish up the recording. Play along at home, pause the podcast now, watch the movie for two and a half hours, and then listen to us again. That's also a fantastic idea. A story of creation, love, hate, adventure, and most of all, sex. The story begins in Denton, Ohio, as Brad Majors and Janet Weiss, after getting engaged, travel to see Dr. Scott. But they wind up in the castle of Dr. Frankenfurter, a transvestite alien from the planet Transsexual in the galaxy of Transylvania. And they meet Riffraff, Magenta, and Columbia, which leads to doing the time work again. They discover they have been there on a special night. Frank's creation is to be born. As his creation Rocky has been revealed, Rebel Eddie, Frank's latest creation, ponders in on his motorcycle, whom Frank brings down. Over the course of the night, Frank seduces both Brad and Janet. Janet and Rocky then become biblically involved. In comes Dr. Everett Von Scott. He's come for Eddie, which results in the discovery of Eddie's deceased body. Frank chases Janet and Brad, and Dr. Scott chases Frank, which results in everybody but Frank getting frozen. Enter the floor show, which then turns into a horrifying death of both Frank and Columbia, and the castle's blasting off back to Transylvania. Brad, Janet, and Dr. Scott survive and leave with torn clothes and battered bodies. So, what'd you think? I really liked it. Uh, so, I totally didn't see as much of this movie as I thought I did. <laughs> I thought, I was pretty confident that I'd seen probably a good 60-70% of it. I hadn't seen more than 10% of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought the plot was through it like, I hit mainly from the... I knew, like, the plot from the time warp through Touch Me. <laughs> and that was it. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, those are the bits and pieces that I had seen. I had no idea the beginning and the end craziness. And I loved it. I thought it was... Like, what year was that made? Exactly. Do we know? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. My phone. Uh, no, well, hold no, on. No, I got it right here. sleeping funny. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's not 2012. It's not. <laughs> no way. It lies in lies and All my attention wrong. there, and like it's like nails on a chalkboard. Anyway, 70s. I know that, right? Actually, so when was Rocky Horror made? It would have 1975. Holy shit! 75. Like I mean, that movie. I mean. That movie can could be a lot for somebody right now to watch that's not used to stuff a little off center. I couldn't imagine that coming out in the seventies or you know you guys watching it with your family. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that more importantly. So this was like we all watched it like what early two thousands with our family. Wow, with our mothers mm-hmm. and fathers. 
Yeah, yeah, my dad was... told me he dressed up and did this. <laughs> and my brother. Like, it I'm pretty was sure never... my parents owned it. We just never watched it together. Yeah, did, and, did that's they because watch your it prior? mom liked it. What? Did, did they watch it prior so they knew what it was and everything? Yeah, yeah. my dad is his uh, Achilles heel is he buys every single movie that ever comes out. Okay, like. Mm-hmm. We have far too many movies on. It's literally like a blockbuster. Like, Seriously? it's ridiculous. Nice. Yeah, it's like quarters so of the man sure, like, collection when they die. Oh, I'm pretty God. sure when it came out on VHS, they bought it. Right. Because that's what, I think that's what they have it on. And they probably watched it once, and then it sat there, and they, like, gotcha. never watched it again. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was definitely, there was some goofy parts where I'm like, okay, well, that was A for a for attempt. Didn't really hit the mark on that one. But I, I love, you know, the low-budget, hokey, you know, movies. Like, I love Evil Dead. I love Army of Darkness. This falls, like, for budget-wise, I feel falls into that category, and I enjoy that. I, like, I love seeing things on set that are put together to make it look like something. Like, you know, it's very guerrilla or, you know, just like a bunch of, people that got together, like, I'm sure all those extras that were the party goers were probably people that were grips and stuff on set. Oh, yeah. Not just extras. I'm sure it was, like, but you had to have everybody kind of pool together to do it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, who was your favorite character? Oh, Frankenberger. I, th- I thought it was, like, that was great. Just just the, the personality front to back was, was fantastic. Makeup was on point. And you could tell he was singing when he was singing his parts. And it just, it was a really good performance. I really enjoyed it. I thought that was good. Uh, and I loved all the bit characters, though. They really kind of leaned into the bit character role, and that was that was cool. I was but surprised you were not as shocked at um, Magenta and um, Riff Raff being brother and sister. That usually, yeah. like, the first time people watch it, like, elicits a reaction. <laughs> I caught myself because I, like, I rewound back through my brain and didn't notice them doing anything lewd. <laughs> like there was a lot of innuendo, but then again, don't forget like Game of Thrones. So it has ruined eh, you. Eh. Game of Thrones and the internet has pretty much. To be like, fair, if you're not really closely paying attention to the mishmash that is the ending, you could really easily miss that. Oh, we're brother and sister. Yeah, you yeah. could miss that. I I caught it completely, but I but like I just I honestly thought I was like, eh, eh, Lannisters, whatever, moving on, and. So I think just like that part is just desensitized and elicit a response. Mm. I typically prefer to end the, like I'll walk out or do something else. Um, I can leave before rose-colored glasses, and I'm fine with that being the end of the movie. Which like, one is rose-colored glasses? The before when they start the floor show, like after okay. he turns them all into ceramic. Like I'm okay with making that the yeah, end of my sense. movie. That would I would yeah I didn't need the like what I didn't need was the big production like the big attempt at a production at the end to wrap up the movie like oh yeah I would, no it's way overdone right and I think also they're not okay with, like if you would have just left it all like statues then that's a that's an unhappy ending of a movie. And even though this one's, like, kind of tragic at the end, there's still, like, you know, the, the, the aliens go back to, to their place, we still have our place here, and moving on. So it's a little bit of a happier ending, so I don't know if that would have worked that well in the 70s. Having just the, okay, and everybody's statues, and we're done. Yeah. Uh, by we're the not... way, the play came first. It did it. Okay. It did. It was Starring on, Tim Curry. On Broadway. Oh. No. It moved to Broadway at one point. Hold on. 
weren't they really unsure of how to end this movie when they were, or uh, how to end it at all London. when they were making it Probably. first? Which is why there's like three different, because you could technically, you could end it at the statue. I thought the movie ended could, three times. Right. Or I, you I was could ready for it. end it at the pool orgy, or then you could end it like... Honestly. Before they're writhing around in the dirt, like all like super dramatic. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can end it with the narrator, like, and it's done. I mean, this movie was finished in the aftermath of the Stonewall riots. So when you're watching it, you're watching it like this movie is all about the sexual revolution of the 1970s. So when you're watching it, you're really actually watching the awakening of an entire population to the fact that they have power in their relationships. Look at that so deep and shit. Like, I was just like, people are just doing what they want to do. And that's what this movie's (laughs) actually about, though. It's, at the end of the day, as long as you're giving consent for a specific action to happen, you have power in your relationships. This movie is all about having power in your relationship, no matter who that person is. (laughs) Or what object it is. (laughs) That, that too. There's a lot of dildos in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can... Whomever, whatever. <laughs> as long as it's phallic-shaped. Doesn't even have to be that. Nope. No, sometimes it can just be a cushion. Or, or a veal. <laughs> or apparently a cucumber. <laughs> or a cushion. Yeah. That's what I said. So I'm, I'm still lost on, like, why, why Riff Raff was so upset at... Frankenfurter at the end where they had to like abandon him on Earth. Oh, they didn't abandon him on Earth. They killed Well, they Yeah, they assassinated him. Assassinated. Well, you saw the way that he was treating Riff Raff through the whole thing. Yeah. yeah I, but in, throughout the entire thing, like, you get the sense that Frankenfurter's their leader or whatever, and like... Well, he, and then said, when he, he comes in, he, he said uh, he's the captain now. Yeah. And he's like, he... He, he overthrew. Mutinied. He mutinied. Yeah. yeah. He him and Magenta were like, fuck you, Frankenfurter. Like, this was you're not our mission. Now you're just like... I, I've, I've, I've seen the ending, like, three or four times now, and I'm still, like, picking up on what's going on. Like, the first time I saw this movie, I think I was halfway asleep through, like, the end middle of the section and then woke up for the finale, so I was fucking confused at hell <laughs> everything that was going on. Um, so I'm still, like, there's things that I'm, like, realizing with the ending of, like, oh, yeah, this is what's going on, and I still haven't fully gotten it. Yeah. Yeah, they mutiny and then kill him. And that's when she says the whole, like, you know, thought you liked them. They liked you. And he's like, no, they didn't. Nobody liked me. <laughs> so I love her crap. <laughs> I like to, like, they introduced, like, Dr. Scott so late in the movie, but he's, like, such a crucial part to the movie. <laughs> like, I know, if there is a plot in this movie, which there is... I think there's multiple, to be honest with you. Yeah. I feel like it's multiple movies kind of, like, jam-packed into one, and they're like, ooh, we want to end it this way? Let's end it that way. Ooh, wait, let's try it this way. Oh, wait, let's do it this way. Like, and if you took, like, different scenes and kind of, like, mushed them together in, like, a different order, it would make a different movie. Right. It looks yeah. like there was some know? scenes where they went back and go, oh, you know what? If we would have done this, let's, let's go back and yeah. reshoot that and see if it works here, and they kind of go back and do this other scene that kind of... Kind of fits in between, but could also just not be there. This was basically pre-Clue Clue. Clue. Okay, I was just going to say that. (laughs) Yeah. So Clue didn't make any sense at the end because there were too many endings. There was not too many endings. There was just a perfect amount of endings. Uh, First of all, that movie is perfect. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You're not going to get to scream it here. I love Tim Curry. 
I love Tim Curry. But you have to admit, like, Rocky Horror is like, well, how do we get too many endings together to work in kind of a cohesive way? And then you have Clue, which is like, there are kind of too many endings to work in a cohesive way, but they work almost cohesively. And then the next movie that never happened after How many Clue, cherries have you eaten? The, and you can't use the same... They don't work cohesively, but, but they do cohesively. work cohesively. Like, you can't Take do that. shot, children. You, Every time you hear the word yeah. cohesively. What I was going to say in relation to... The, what I was going to say in relation to... People who have had the cherries cannot talk about this. Is with this, epi- with this episodic shot cut or cut shot style of the movie, I kind of figured... Uh, I feel that that... Is a good predecessor to Clue in the way that it's okay. There's a story going on in this room, this room, that room, but it all ties together, and they do a really good job of having a one location story that works. And that when I was trying to think about this movie and with Tim Curry in it, there were quite a few times where I, I thought, okay, well, wait, is that is that scene? And I was wondering if I saw, if the scene was from Clue or the scene was Rocky Horror, not because of the content in the scene, but where it was located, like in a mansion. I was like, oh wait, is that in this one or that one? And then I, as I started watching this, I realized that everything I was remembering was from Clue and not from this, aside from the few scenes that I saw. Yeah. And not because of what was going on, but the location of the shot. Like they're both set in a big mansion. Right. Dinner scene from Clue, and I remember there that there is a dinner scene in this movie, but I thought, of, like, I was thinking, okay. And you it was, thought it d- was done differently? Right. Well, what I find so funny about this movie, too, is especially if you go, like, to watch it at a theater well, where people are... Well, answers in both of them. <laughs> Is she really? No, yeah. she's not. No. Yes, yeah, she is. No, she's, no, she's not. not. Are you sure? Yeah. Pretty sure. She's not. I, I You're confusing she... her with, um... What's her face? Oh, uh, what's her shit, yeah. Yeah. What's her face yeah. in there, too? Are you no. sure she's not? 100%. No, she's not in that movie. No, you're confused. Hold on, as soon as I... Susan no. Sarandon, Rocky Horror Picture Show is Susan Sarandon's embarrassment. You're Mrs. White. No. That's Madeline Kahn. That's Madeline No, she's confusing her with Leslie Ann Warren. There you go, yeah. Which I could totally see, especially in... Who was that? Leslie Green. Warren was Miss Scarlet. Scarlet. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I know who Madeline Kahn is. Because fun fact about Clue, Ellen Brennan, who played Mrs. Peacock, was actually drunk on set the entire time. Nice. I mean, um, let's be honest, that would be me. Oh my god, you're totally Mrs. Peacock. We're diverting. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, if you watch this movie for Wait, the first time... have seen Clue? Leslie Ann Warren looks a fuck ton like Susan Sarandon. Yes, she does. She does. That's what I'm saying. That's be, like, hardcore. Yeah. I've um, the first time. Of Clue? Uh, you've never seen all of Clue? Yep. You're a liar. You've, you've seen Clue. You're a You were just talking liar. about the, the endings and, and how there's so many. So there's and, too many. And I want to go back and to the cohe- no, That's why he said cohesive or non-cohesive because he doesn't know. Oh my god, have you never seen the end of the movie? But then he showed me up when I said, we talked about Clue and he's like, oh, don't talk to me about Clue. That's like my favorite. Didn't he just fucking say that? I've only seen the beginning and the end, but I've never seen the middle. What the hell? Oh. You're a cheater. You're a dirty hooker. He admitted it. He admitted it. That's like somebody who reads the last chapter of the last book of Harry Potter. Shut up. Yeah, tell yourself. (laughs) Anyway, I was saying, like, if you'll miss things if you went to see this in the theater first, Mm -hmm. instead of watching it here, because there's so many subtle things you would not understand, you will completely miss the whole Eddie part, like, at dinner. Right. Like, unless you... Like actually can listen to the words of it, right. so that's why I feel like it's the best to watch first with one person. Then you can go see it 
Yeah, for sure. We are going to have to take off and hunt. That's fine. We're going to excuse ourselves from the rest of this podcast. Oh, no, this one's this one's pretty much over, so... I have a vote for next movie. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like we should end each podcast with what we're going to watch next time. Well, you can put the vote in it. I'll decide whether or not Okay, just because of the reaction from last time... Since I've never seen it, I would like to see this movie called Starship Troopers that you all Oh my god. See what? Starship Starship Troopers. Troopers. I've never heard of it. You've never seen Starship Troopers I've never heard of it. Thank you. I have never heard of this movie. And Jared looked at me like I had seven heads. Oh, I can't wait. And then Emily and Amanda yelled at me about somebody named Casper Van Dien. And then I just go. For a hundred hours. Neil Patrick Harris is naked. Ooh, I'm down. Let's watch it. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Uh. Denise Richards is in it. Oh, who cares about her? Uh, me. She slept with what's-his-face. That's know. gross. How would you know? Have you actually seen it? Wild Was it a cohesive <laughs> ending for you? Yeah. <laughs> cohesive, cohesive, cohesive. Hey. And now our audience is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening to this episode of You Haven't Seen What? What? We, we'll be with you next week or the... Shortly thereafter, after we get our schedule going here a little bit, I'll get this thing edited. And can't wait to have you next time. Love to hear any comments, questions, concerns, or remarks for the good of the organization and show. We'll catch you next time, y'all. Bye. Bye.